Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. Let's uh, get everyone up to speed with the Celtics, Max. This team, I mean, after dropping three in a row, they won a couple here, but the big one on the on this week's schedule at least to me, and I'm sure you agree with this, is the uh, what's going to happen in Milwaukee. Now, what what makes this game so significant is obviously they're playing the team with the best record in the NBA, but also they're playing against the Milwaukee Bucks on the second night of a back-to-back. Home and away, back-to-back. This uh, marquee matchup, TNT National Broadcast game. I think this one's significant, Max. The yeah, way, The way is. this team is playing right now. Yeah, well, it, it really is. And the fact that you um, you want to judge yourself. As a team, where, where do you stand? Um, the schedule makers have not done you a favor at all. No. Milwaukee's going to be sitting home resting, and you're coming playing in their house. There's a, pretty much a rule in the NBA. You can go maybe two and a half hour flight for a second night of a back-to-back. And this is about as far as you can go. Uh, say if you went to Miami, it'd be uh, essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really tough. Now, Again, if you were playing Milwaukee and Milwaukee was playing you second night of back-to-back in Boston, the flight is only about an hour and 40 minutes because you're not going against the jet stream. Mm-hmm. But when you're going from east to west because of the jet stream, it slows the flight. It, it slows the plane down and it takes you maybe another 45 minutes to get there. So you could theoretically say that we probably won't get to the hotel until about 2.33 in the morning for a 7 o'clock. 7, 7.30 game. 7.30 yeah, it's game. Yeah, not even at 8. 7.30 so, game. It's a, little, it's a bit yeah. earlier. So, yeah, Celtics so going to be at a, a very disadvantage. Uh, uh, disadvantage. But, that, uh, but, you know, all that being said. That's what I love about it. All that being yeah. said, you, you have an opportunity to go in and you beat the Bucks already one time here. Uh, to test how you are against a team with the best record in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really strange that you look at the the, the team that has run shot here in the East in the last week has been the Spurs. The Spurs beat Milwaukee. They beat they, and they drummed Milwaukee. They drummed the Celtics. And then they went in and beat Toronto. Is there a formula about how this is done because mm-hmm. of, of, of pop? But um, uh, you, that's interesting. Yeah, you're looking at the way Jason Tatum has played. 
Brown. Uh, these guys are these guys are playing. This is it's a really 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 good season, the breakout season for guys who um, you know want to be tested for younger right. players. And that's why I think it's so significant, especially because after those three losses, I'm just seeing a different body language from this team. I feel like they're not taking a lot of plays off. And I think that was really when you boil it down. When you boil down what went wrong in those three games, that three game skid. But it was more that, than that. that. Was it it was more. Was it? it was more than that. I before, feel like it really came down to no, effort. Before that, they had done that with Chicago. They had gotten down big in Chicago and uh, came <clears> back. <throat> they got down uh, to Charlotte uh, and came back and won that game. You cannot. What we were seeing, I think, the Celtics were taking time off. They wouldn't play a full forty-eight. Okay, yeah. we can play thirty-five minutes and we can win the game. Right. You can't do that against right. good teams. If they're great teams, you have to put in a, a, a full forty-eight minute effort. Well, I think that's what stood out though. Those two games, two out of three of those were against teams that were under five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So you can't take that kind of approach, even with a team like the Bulls. And you saw the effect of that. You saw them literally just. Every play they were huh. given to the Bulls, and even then the Bulls made a little comeback in that third well, quarter. Then the comeback, and you look at the game that you played in Washington. Washington Wizards were giving up 122 points mm-hmm. a game. You scored 93 points or 94 <laughs> points in the game. Yeah. So essentially, what you did, you were throwing your shoes out, saying, "Hey, we we can beat these guys," mm-hmm. you know, with without that kind of effort, and they showed you so. I just hope that the Celtics have gotten back on the track because not only you talk about that game, which is a marquee game, but then you talk about Martin Luther King's Day. Right. And you look at, at the Lakers coming in. And that there's and if there's a team right now that can embarrass you in this league, Milwaukee and, and the Lakers, because the Lakers with that length and mm-hmm. having LeBron. And they've been doing that a lot and, and this all, season. Yeah, they've all, been embarrassing teams. Yeah, so that's going to be a huge game right. when at the end of the day when it boils down to it. The last time these two teams met, and I know this is way back for the first two weeks of the regular season, the Southern's made a huge comeback, and they beat the Bucks. They were down by Boston, 18. Down by 18 points. And people forget, too, Jalen Brown didn't play that game. Yeah. So I, were, I think he's very important for this matchup. Yeah, they were down by 18 in that game and uh, came back and won that game. And it really just it, – it, it was a feel-good for this team. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be sitting there saying, oh, my God, we're going to get blown out. And you get back in the game, you end up winning it. And now you have Jalen, and hopefully you're healthy. Uh, you know, you have a very healthy squad going in. So it's, it's I think I think the, the, the matchups, again, of, you know, Giannis looms big. But it's also the guys who are around Giannis who have played well against the Celtics. Uh, who've allowed the Bucks to uh, to flourish? Middleton is is an all star, right? And uh, and I, I think um, think Bledsoe plays bully ball against almost every Celtic guard out there. Yeah, so <laughs> he's still got flashbacks of Terry Rozier. Yeah, yeah, he has Terry <laughs> Rozier in this. So I think it's going to be a a very interesting and a telling game. I want to see these two go at it: Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jason Tatum, because I think. If Giannis does stick around, which I do, I get the sense he will, but you never know with these players nowadays in the NBA. But if he does stick around, this is a matchup we're going to see for years from from now. You know, Bucks and Celtics going at it yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Giannis versus Tatum. You know, Jason Tatum making that leap. He's he's there. Yeah. In my opinion, he's there. This is an All Star season for Jason Tatum. Yeah, he, but Jason Tatum and Brown. I think Brown at the beginning of the year to me was the more dominant player of the two. In the last couple of weeks, Jason Tatum has narrowed the gap. Okay, why do you say and that? 
Well, I just think that Brown in the first couple of weeks couldn't miss shots. Yeah. He was just, I mean, everything that he did right. was money. Yeah, see, that's the thing because Tatum will have those nights where he'll go three for whatever, 18, or, yeah. you know, have an off night, but then turn it on the next day. Jalen's been very consistent. So I'm with I'm with you on that, that one. That year, yeah. and he's had a good year, but in the last maybe two weeks, Jalen has been, has kind of fallen off. And it'd be just as interesting to see him getting his game back up. It's like last night you won a game where you had Gordon Haywood for three quarters, didn't score. He was um, 0 for 8 mm-hmm. at one point in the game. Before he made his first one, yeah. But yeah. now you just, I mean, God, the Celtics just have so many weapons that they can come at you offensively. Can they slow the Bucks down defensively? I think that's going to be the key. Two of the best teams in the NBA. One's the Bucks, and then the Lakers come five days later, come into Boston, uh, Martin Luther King Day, like you said. Is it silly to think that you somewhat will have an answer to the whole the Celtics need another big man question? Or is it still too early? No, I think that there's a possibility you could see that. But what bigs are out there? That that's you that's really the million-dollar I mean, question. I mean, I, I, I'm satisfied right now with Me the too. two bigs you have. Me too, I that agree. That you're playing. And I don't think that that's the key. The right. Celtics, have re, if they rebound as a gang, I think they're going to be fine. I mean... Now you're looking at what players do you want? Are you going to lose? Uh, you know, the only guy I see out there that helps you from that standpoint could be Adams, who is in um, OKC. OKC, yeah. And uh, his name has come up a lot. And yeah. he's the only guy I see. But then, what do you have to give up? Gordon. Do you, but they don't. But that's not what they want. They right. don't want Gordon. Hayden. And I don't want to see that and, happen either. And but they want another piece. They want a Brown or a Tatum. Oh, you're saying OKC wants? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's what you meant. That's not what the Celtics want yeah. to do. Yeah, oh, okay. well, Brown or Tatum. Yeah. And how does that? Do you want to? Can Can you lose one of those guys? Will you lose one of those guys? Absolutely not. Okay. No. No. Well, that well, so, I think the conversation is 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 mute then because those are the guys that you're going to somehow have to give up if you're going to be in that conversation. It was just like if you're going to get Anthony Davis. Conversation was: Do you they, want to they, see Tatum leave? Do you want to yeah. see Tatum leave? No, I, I agree with you. And you're saying. then they were going to say, "Okay, if you see Tatum leave, now what we're going to do?" But Anthony Davis made it clear, "Hey, I'm going to be a free agent at the end of if you trade for me." Right. And the Celtics and me were smart in the fact, "Nah, we we're not going to give up a major asset for a one year rental for a one year rental." Yeah. But essentially, that's what the Lakers are doing. He doesn't. He's he still said I'm going to be at the end of the day. He's I'm just trying to get paid, Max. He ain't going I, nowhere. I, I understand that, but what happens if he does? There's a possibility. I'd be impressed. That'd be good there, for him. There's a possibility. There's that, a possibility you know, that he true. could do that, and all the assets that the Lakers gave up. You know that just that just hurts them. You know what? I guess I should rephrase my question. I'm not saying that this team, the whole big man conversation, they need a big man, they need a rim protector. I think what I meant, what I'm getting at is, can this team come out the East without the proverbial rim protector that everyone's talking about? Well, I don't think that. Because I see the Celtics and the Bucks on a crash course that's going to end in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I do. Well, I think that's what you see over the years. So how many teams have had rim protectors? Who was the rim protector for Cleveland when they won? Exactly. LeBron? Was Tristan the rim protector? Thompson. <laughs> Thompson? Thompson and those, those years now of having a rim protector isn't as, as as important because teams don't shoot deuces anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you think about what happened in Brooklyn. 
in the they set a record in some game that they played this year. They only scored eight two point baskets for the entire game. Wow! Everything else they shot was a three or made was a three. So having a quote unquote rim protector isn't as important as having a guy who can rebound the basketball and facilitate. And I think you see that right now in the way um, Williams is playing. Mm-hmm. Williams is as six six. And it's become a major staple in the Celtics, the way they play the game right now. And it's not because he can protect the rim. It's because he can defend yeah. the perimeter. He can, yeah, exactly. If he gets caught in a switch, he's a- out there. Exactly. Yeah. And he understands that and taking charges and being strong enough to keep a guy off the box. Those are those are the things right now that kind of work. Yeah, I like him. I like Ojale. I would mm-hmm. like to see a little more Ojale just because of what he does defensively. Well, he's a guy that you, know, his, that you have in your back pocket for Giannis. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! You'll he, see him against. Yeah, you'll see him in Milwaukee. He can, yeah. he, he's a guy who's been able to get over, and he doesn't get many of them. But he's got a few charges on mm-hmm. Giannis when he's trying to do a euro step, and Ojale is quick enough to get over and, and at least contest at that that initial point of attack. Where's Tatum right now in that scale of All Star slash Superstar? I think he's right there. Is it the think, does the forty one point performance is that significant in, in your opinion? Uh, you know, I don't think as much as the forty one points or just to me, it's more of confidence. You can see him as a confident player, more confident player than mm-hmm. like give me the ball, I'm a score. I don't care what you do as a team. I you know, every counter you have, I have a counter on my offensive end. If you're trying to play up on me, I'm quick enough to get by you. If you try to grab me on the other end, I I can do a step back and mm-hmm. step away from you and score. So he has a lot of uh, a lot of clubs right now in his bag. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this him versus Giannis, though. Well, I'm excited for him versus Giannis. I'm I'm just as excited when I see the Lakers coming to town. Because, you know, they are the Lakers. And your boy Ray John's back in town. You want to say hi to Ray John? Y'all going to catch up? And last year, you think of it, Rajon Rondo hits the game winner. Yeah, that's right. The only game winner of his career. You could tell, too, because he was going crazy as he made that show. It it was in Boston. As soon as he got that ball in his hand, as soon as he got that rebound, I was like, "Uh oh, he's going to make that one. Yep, yep, and just tossed it up and clock going off and. They won it. You still hate the Lakers? You I still do. I you mean, you think it? about that Laker. You think about the game. The Celtics were up some crazy number by, mm-hmm. you know, 12 or 13 points with a couple minutes to go in we that game. We thought LeBron's going to mail it in. Remember? Yeah, those people say, oh, he's mailing it in. That's yeah, it. This, and this then, one's and, over. And, and, and the Lakers walk right in it. And now that you have Anthony Davis, it's, and psh, Lakers, here's the thing about the Lakers. The Lakers have every big man. <laughs> They have cornered the market on every bit. Even if you're not playing, they got Boogie Cousins sitting over down the bench. Yeah, they get they use all the king size. They got JaVale McGee. Look, dude, they use all the king size beds in the hotels. Okay, there ain't nothing left. You got McGee. You got um, uh, what's the boy to play down there? Dropping his name right now. That was an MVP for a while. He was in LA with Kobe, and they they you know they got him out of there, and now he's back and he's playing well. I, I think that just so many players over there who are so big that uh, you know, and then they have Davis over there who's a, a shot blocker. So they got just a lot, a multitude of big guys that can throw at you. Dwight Howard. Yes, that's who Dwight yeah. Howard. I couldn't think of it. And, 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 but that just shows you and how 
relevant and irrelevant he's been right. in the league. Right. Here's a guy who was pictured as the savior for L.A. at one time. Oh, my God. Kobe was like, if we get Dwight Howard, we're going to be yeah, like. Yeah. And that didn't work at all. No, they couldn't stand Now it. he's back in L.A. <laughs> and playing well with the second unit. See, I saw that happening because I was like, if, if not now, then never. If LeBron, if, if, if you're like the fifth or sixth option and you don't have to worry about much because you're playing alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis and you still can't perform you know, to a, a level that, you, that they need you to, then I was like, okay, he's all done. I had a feeling I was going to pan out well for him, and it has. Yeah, it has. You know what, too? Also, uh, they even got Giannis's younger brother, just in case, you know? Just in case. <laughs> just in case we need a dead kumbo right? over on the other or side. Or just in case we need someone to convince Giannis that it's time to head to L.A. and wow. start a new chapter. Wow. They know what they're doing over there, man. Wow. They know what they're doing. Between Rich Paul and the GM and LeBron James, that's the master that's the masterminds right there. Those you know what three. I thought for a while? It was, wasn't it Magic was the mastermind? Wasn't it he was. the guy who initially was said, you know, I got LeBron. Mm-hmm. I was the guy who brought LeBron in. and But that just shows you the turmoil in certain teams. You don't have – that's one thing that's really great about the Celtics. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. There's – Brad does his job. Danny does does his job. And they coincide. Right. Whereas you look at the L.A. Uh, mess that happened out there a couple of years ago, that was just a fiasco. Right. That's true. That's true. We'll see what happens, though. Two okay. best teams, Celtics. Heading against the Bucks in Milwaukee, and then they come home to take on the Lakers on Martin Luther King Day. Can't wait. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. 